It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, hey, Michigan Maniacs. This is a Michigan Maniac podcast, and I am your host, Adam Brewer. Uh... This is the, I guess, college football playoff conference title game game episode. I don't even know what to call it. I'll come up with some stupid name. Uh, but before we get into this nonsense, let's go ahead and get to the uh, to the housekeeping. Go to YouTube. Haven't really figured out what I'm going to do yet with that. I think I've got some ideas. I'm just not sure how I feel about doing it yet. I'm figuring it out. So go to YouTube, uh, watch what I got. Go also go to the social media or social networking portion, uh, the Michigan Maniac fan page, uh, Facebook fan page, also the Michigan Maniac Instagram page. Uh, I communicate with both all you guys on there on both of them fantastic uh love it it has been one of the best things i have done doing those reaching out to you guys also uh few promotions one the one that you guys are killing it on and you seem to love the most is go to the itunes slash apple podcasts and leave a review or go to the Michigan Maniac fan page and leave a review there on Facebook. Hit me up on the DM. Let me know your full name, your address, and I will send you a free sticker. Two, the one that I don't know if you guys believe me or not. Uh, Guys, whoever does this, I am sending you a free t-shirt. For I'm giving away five t-shirts on this one. Whoever goes and gets the most people to follow my Twitter and leave your name, your Twitter handle, in my like DMs or whatever so I can count them up, I will send those people the five, the five t-shirts. I will contact you privately and then ask for your address. Uh... Also, I am trying to figure out how I'm going to do this college basketball season. Um, so look out for that. Uh, also, let's actually fuck it. Let's just get on with this, right? Uh, before we get going, big shout out to Zach Glasgow, the Navy boy, my son's friend, my son's boy, my son's shipmate, whatever you guys, boyo, whatever you want to call him. The, the guy that my son really loves and admires. Thank you, sir, for going to the game last week and handing out all those stickers. It is, I have already seen the, like, just the results of that. And now, by the way, welcome, all you people who have seen my sticker around A2 and have decided to listen. Trust me, once we get into the show, it's a lot funnier and a lot better. So, um, let's get into this college football bullshit. Um, 
So we got the conference games this week, starting tonight. Actually, I'm watching it right now. Uh, Oregon and Utah in the Pac-12. I mean, let's face it. No one gives a shit about the Pac-12. They are the lamest conference in the Power Five. If it wasn't for USC, I would highly suggest that the Pac-12 just go away. It shouldn't even be a Power Five. It's embarrassing to watch the Pac-12, right? Uh, it's it, They are really... Just to let you know, when your conference championship game is being played on a Friday, when the other four conference championship games are being played on a Saturday, you are the opening act for college football. You are an embarrassment to the conference championship fucking games. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I cannot stand either one of these teams. And for the most part, they are a perfect description of their conference. Their conference, the majority of their teams, each team has 95 different fucking uh, costume changes. They're like... Uh, like the top fucking models, like supermodels during Milan Fashion Week. These bitches change more outfits than I have ever seen in my life. Utah cannot figure out if they want to be Wisconsin when they're on the road or Ohio State at home. It's amazing. Utah doesn't even have silver in their in their fucking college football color scheme, but yet they will change and sell out like a bunch of sad ass bitches and make it silver and 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 scarlet just so they can look like Ohio State. It's an embarrassment. It's an embarrassment just like their team is, and I'm glad Oregon whipped their ass 37-15 just to make a fucking point. Oregon, same thing. 900 fucking costume changes. They're okay, though. I can understand that because when you got Phil Knight, the fucking CEO of Nike, as an alum from Oregon, I expect you to have that much. What, is the Mormon church sponsoring the 900 different costume changes that Utah's going through? They're saving that for BYU. Utah's a redheaded stepchild of the Mormon population. I don't even know why we're talking about Utah. It's an embarrassment they were even fit in the nation. Fit in the nation, Utah. Who the fuck have they played? Seriously, who the fuck have they played? They are the opening. The Pac-12 is the opening act of the college football Power Five conference, and it shows it. The only time and the only team that gets even earns respect out of the fucking Pac-12 is USC, and they're in the and they're in a down cycle right now. Just to give you how, just to give you an idea of how bad they're doing, they just re-upped Clay Helton. They just re-upped that dude. Shocking. I don't. Uh, I know most of college football lives in this uh, delusion of greatness, right? But USC has actually done something in college football. They are actually one of the top five universities in college football history, if you ask me. I'm not a fan. I particularly don't really care for them, but I'm not going to argue with how great they are or their history has been. And notice, they're one of the all-time classic universities, and they have a very basic uniform scheme. Very simple. They don't have 900 different costume changes. They have two, home and away. That's it. That's all they have, and they are classic. Plain and simple. 
even UCLA is annoying with their fucking four or five different costume changes. ASU, I get it. I, to be quite honest, I'm even shocked that ASU isn't in the top five of the U of the Pac-12 because it's one of the great campuses. Uh, just there's so many reasons, and I I don't want to get into it right here because it it could sound bad, but I don't want to get into it right here. But ASU shocks me every year; they're not good. Um, now let's get out of that joke of a fucking conference. They lost, by the way, Utah, so we don't even have to worry about them in the playoff. Thank God. Um, let's go to the next joke of a conference, and that's the Big 12. The Big 12 is the biggest joke, and the, well, not the biggest because they have the Pac-12, but here's the thing. The one thing that I do actually like about the fucking Big 12 is that they don't have conferences. They don't. They do some round-robin shit where the two best teams end up playing each other at the end, the end of the year, and it's fantastic. I love it. I think that's the best way to do this. I hate the fact that there are conferences. I hate the fact that there are conference fucking uh, games. I hate the fucking conference championship game. To be quite honest with you, when we get into the conference, with when we get into the college football playoffs, I will get into that because I am becoming... First of all, I sold out to uh, top eight. Eight playoff. Now I am all about the 16. I am all about the 16. You, it's... I think it would be a great thing. Anyways, you got Baylor, and then you've got Oklahoma. One, this was, the first time they played was the greatest college football game I think I've seen this whole season, where uh, Oklahoma did their best impression of New England in the Super Bowl against Atlanta, came back from 21 points, 24 points, something like that, 28 points. I can't remember what the comeback was. But Oklahoma came back, won the game, and... Quite impressive. I mean, it was exciting. It was nail-biting. It was everything you wanted to see. And the good thing about Big 12 is they don't specialize in defense. But, fuck, their offenses are very fun to watch. I mean, you got Jalen Hurt, who basically, if he was a basketball player, he would be getting double-doubles all season long. I mean, I'm talking about passing, passing yards and rushing yards. That kid... Rushes and passes for over 100 yards each time he gets on that fucking field. I mean, even if you want to make it harder, he rushes for 100 yards and throws for 300 yards almost every game this season. The kid is fucking phenomenal. And it also helps that he's got this wide receiver, Lamb, who, if he's not in the top 10 wide receiver, like top 10 picks in the next NFL draft, I'll be shocked. Absolutely 100% shocked. He might be the best wide receiver in the nation, and I'm not even fucking around, Lamb, in my opinion, is the best wide receiver in the nation, um, and then you've got, hey, Charlie Brewer, hey, he's got my last name, so I hope for that kid from Baylor, he, oh, he's looking really good, he had a pretty decent game the first time they played, and then he's got memes as his wide receiver, we'll see if they can hook up and make some magic, I I'll be honest, I really don't see Logan Riley pissing away uh, uh, any type of loss to Baylor at all, especially now knowing that Utah shit the bed like, I mean, come on, everybody knew Utah wasn't going to win that fucking game tonight. Everyone. I mean, even Utah knew they weren't going to win this game tonight. They could have rolled dice and it would have been more fucking suspenseful than watching this shit of a game. But, 
I don't see Logan Riley. Oh, yeah, Logan Riley, right? Lincoln Riley. Damn it. Lincoln Riley. I don't see Lincoln Riley fucking this one up. And I, I see Jalen Hurt wanting to get to the playoff to prove that Alabama picked the wrong kid. Uh, Alabama's like 12th. Does that not blow your fucking mind as a college football enthusiast? Alabama, for the first time in the history of the, of the college football playoff, which has only been about eight years. No, I don't, I don't even know if it's been eight years. It might have only been, it might only be like five, to be quite honest. I can't even remember when they started. But Alabama's been in, every year it's been, it's been in existence. And now they're 12th. No chance of making it. That blows my fucking gourd, I'll tell you that. But um, I pick, Oklahoma's going to win this one. It'll be close, but at the end I'd say Oklahoma pulling it out. Uh, a like 30, no, actually, I'll say 42-27. It'll be close, and then all of a sudden, Oklahoma will just pull away. Um, here's another one. We'll get to the next just disappointing fucking conference championship game, and that's the ACC. Give me a break. How boring is this one going to be? Is Clemson going to be up by 40 by halftime? They're playing Virginia. Virginia. They've got one, they got a quarterback, Virginia, it's got a Perkins, he's pretty decent. I mean, but to give you an idea, Virginia's total offense for the year is ranked 80th. And their defense is, alright, 31st, 31st in the nation, not bad. But you're going up against Clemson. Now granted, Clemson has played nobody. Zero zip. They've played less people than the lame ass Pac-12 has played. It, I mean, less. And we and you know how I feel about the Pac-12. Clemson has played less people than the Pac-12 has. The, anyone in the Pac-12 has played anyone. Clemson as the number four ranked offense and the number one ranked defense. <laughs> They're going up against Virginia, who, God bless them, they finally beat Virginia Tech last week in rivalry week, and it was an exciting game. I mean, it took all their effort to fucking really beat the fucking those, whatever they are, whatever the, the Virginia Tech dickheads, I don't know. I think there's some kind of weird turkey, whatever it is. They're not the Hoosiers. Are they the Hokies? Are they the... I don't fucking know. There's some stupid-ass turkey-looking bird. Yeah, Virginia Tech. I mean, who cares, right? So, Virginia, the first university. That's right. They'll tell you all about it. One of the most boring basketball teams ever watched play basketball. But, hey, they strangled the life out of you and they won that title. So, I got to give them that. But, Virginia needed all their might to beat this lame-ass Virginia Tech team. And they're going to step in and get beat by 50 to fucking Clemson. Sunshine and Etienne are going to fucking eat this team alive. There is nobody on Virginia's defense that is going to be able to stop Sunshine from throwing for about 300 yards and Etienne for running for about... A With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. 
And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. 150. It's going to be a cakewalk for Clemson. Then let's get, I mean, what, do we really need to get over? Do we need to talk about more of this? No, not really. Let's go into the next one, which is very interesting. I would say if you're going to a comedy act, a comedy show, you've got the opener, which is Oregon, Utah. Then the feature is going to be this one, LSU, Georgia. This one is very interesting because this one can go either way. I know LSU has looked dominant throughout the year. They beat Alabama. They looked good. You got the Heisman Trophy, well, at least the Heisman Trophy candidate in Joe Burrow, who is fantastic. Throws the ball, and it looks beautiful. Just absolutely beautiful. Just a fantastic player. Uh, Then you got Georgia. You got Swift. You got Fromm. You got a great, pretty good defense. I mean, Georgia is fourth in the nation in defense. LSU's got 32nd. Now, listen, you want to – LSU really isn't great defensively, and they're very susceptible to a running or mobile quarterback. Just ask Ole Miss. Their their quarterback, John Rice Plumlee, write that name down and YouTube that kid. His highlight film against LSU is mind-blowing. It's This kid is one of the fastest humans I've ever seen on a football field. And now he's got a good... Now he's got... He's, he's developing, at least I can say. He's developing touch on his pass. This kid is for real. John Rice Plumley. He'll more than likely transfer because, let's face it, Ole Miss sucks dick. But keep your eyes out for this kid. So I would say you get Burrow... With the number one offense in the nation going up against Georgia with the 56th offense in the nation. That's not great. But then again, like I said, LSU's 32nd. So it, it could be a battle. I'll tell you, you're going number number four in Georgia defensively going up against LSU number one offensively. It's going to be interesting. It's going to be fun. And I'll tell you something right now. If Burrow impresses... 300 yards, three touchdowns, and they win. They beat Georgia by 10 points, right? It's almost a lock that he wins the Heisman. It's almost a lock. Now that two is hurt, he's not going to get anywhere near the Heisman. Uh, Justin Fields doesn't deserve the Heisman because he's got Dobbins, and if anything, Dobbins should be uh, mentioned for the Heisman, to be quite honest. Without Dobbins, I don't know what Justin Fields is this year, to be honest with you. Um, Dobbins is really the, the the true hero of that Ohio State offense. Um, but I, I really do believe if fucking Burrow lights up Georgia, it's almost just seal it. Just give it to him. It's over. Burrow, it's, let's face it, the, the Heisman over the last couple of years have become a quarterback uh, an award, a quarterback award. Now, if you have a, a fantastic, unbelievable, generational type running back, he can compete with a quarterback. For the most part, though, this is the quarterback-driven uh, award. So, B- Burrow has a great job. I mean, he has a great game against Georgia. Give it to him. So, I'm going to pick LSU in that one. Um, I pick an Oklahoma. And I don't know if I said any of these right. I'm sure I have, but listen, I've been I'm a little gooned. Uh, 
So Oklahoma, I'm picking. I would have picked Oregon because I fucking can't stand Utah. I think they're the biggest poser bunch of dickholes I've ever seen in my life. I just, I hate Utah for almost in the same way that Utah, that PJ Fleck annoys me. Utah annoys me. It just, they just annoy me. Find who you are and quit stealing color schemes from other great colleges. I mean, you're a hack. You're a hack comic at this point. You're just stealing from other great comics. You're just stealing routines and color schemes and your whole fucking thing. I'm glad you lost today, Utah. Go fuck yourself. Um, but anyways, get, let's get back to it because I'll get on a rant about Utah and I'll waste this whole time. Anyways, uh, or I would have picked Oregon. Oklahoma's going to win. Clemson's going to win in a laugher. Uh, LSU's going to pull this one out. It's going to be close, but I can see LSU pulling it out by at least nine. I really do. I think Burrow's just going to be too much. Uh, and I think uh, LSU's defense is going to be opportunistic. I think they'll give up some yards to Swift because that kid is for fucking real. Fromm is a gamer. He's he's probably not going to outshine Burrow, but he's going to be up there. But I still see Burrow and LSU pulling that one out by at least nine. Now let's get into the fucking game of the night, which it will be because it's the last one. And it's probably the most important one because it's it's Ohio State, Wisconsin. Especially for us, right? Because we're Big Ten people. We're the B1G guys. Uh, I mean, come on. What am I going to say about this? Utah fucking choked the fat one against them in Columbus. Now, in my opinion, I picked Wisconsin to really put up put up a fight at least against Wisconsin. I mean, against Ohio State the first time. I don't know if they'll do it this time. I really don't. I, I want to believe so, but after watching what Wisconsin thought was blocking Chase Young in that game, it was an embarrassment. It was an absolute fucking embarrassment to watch what you, what fucking Wisconsin thought they can do to stop that beast of a man, Chase Young. It really was. And if they haven't learned their lesson from that, they're going to get worked once again. Because Justin Fields is going to have a decent game. He's going to rely heavily on Dobbins. Dobbins is going to eat all day long. He'll probably get 150 yards rushing, about three touchdowns. And Fields will have those timely 10 to 20-yard runs right up the middle. And then he'll do the whole fucking RPO, dump it off at the last minute to the tight end. Or fucking KJ Hill or Watts or Watson or whoever the fuck else he's got on that goddamn team. And, yeah, I would love to see Wisconsin fucking pull this out. I would fucking love it. There is no way, I mean, oh, my God, it would make my fucking day if somehow, some way, Wisconsin fucking pulled it together and beat Ohio State and really fucked up their goddamn playoff run. Oh, my God, that'd be great. I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't. I do not think it's going to happen. Wisconsin chokes all the time. Now listen, we're Michigan fucking Wolverines. We know about choking against Ohio State. So this is nothing against Wisconsin. But they choke in big games against fucking Ohio State. They do. How many fucking Big Ten title games do you need to see where they fucking get their fucking dick knocked in the dirt and fucking jail raped by Ohio State uh, in the Big Ten title game. 
How many times do we got to watch that one? It's like watching us play Ohio State. You know it's not going to fucking happen. As much as that fucking pains me to fucking say that shit, man. It hurts. It hurts my soul. It hurts my heart. <sighs> so, yeah. Fields is going to have a decent day. He's going to be comparable. He's going to be good. He's not going to do anything dumb. He's not going to impress you. Because, let's face it. If he does anything impressive, it's because Dobbins has eaten up that defense so much that fucking Justin Fields can take his goddamn time. Dobbins is going to have a day. And Ohio State will fucking win. Right? Plain and simple. That's what's going to happen. Ohio, Ohio State's going to win. Clemson's going to win. LSU's going to win. And Oklahoma's going to win. So, with all those picks right there, that's basically how I see this playoff really shaping up I mean at at the top six right now well actually you know what we'll go top eight because that's mainly the teams you're going to see in the in the conference games right now Wisconsin's number eight they're going to lose they'll have three losses who cares Baylor in my opinion is going to lose that they're number seven they're going to have two losses they're out Oklahoma's number six Utah just le- just lost is number five so Oklahoma basically all they're really hoping for is Georgia to fall and lose, and Oklahoma should jump two spots into that number four spot. I don't see Ohio State, LSU, or Clemson losing, so they'll all be they'll all remain to be undefeated. And then, really, the 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 two games that anybody's really going to be paying attention to, they all should be watched. Right? I'm not a fan of that. I don't like it. I think there should be a 16 16 team playoff. Get rid of the conference championship games. Put it out there. Just start two weeks earlier, and we'll—I mean, it'd be great. There's so many classic games that could be had right now. But um, if you want to, I will post the 16-game playoff scenario on my Instagram and on the Michigan Maniac fan page. Uh, yeah, on the fan page on Facebook, and you guys can check it out yourself. I'm not going to go into it now because I don't want to go too long on this, but. Uh, Oklahoma really just has to beat Baylor. And fuck it, you know what? If Baylor wins, whoever wins that that Big 12 championship game is hoping and praying that Georgia loses. Whoever wins that is making it to the playoff. Utah, get the fuck out of here. Georgia, they lose, get out of here. Or LSU. LSU, I don't see LSU losing. So my pick for the four will be Ohio State, LSU, Clemson, Oklahoma. So you've got the Ohio State-Oklahoma matchup and the LSU-Clemson matchup. That's very good games. I'll break that down a little bit like sometime next week. you know. And then I'll start talking about basketball, guys. Um, I love basketball. I, I'm very, very excited with how well our team has started off. Uh, but I'm not going to be as technical or as in-depth with the basketball knowledge, maybe. But I'll definitely give you a fan perspective of how well we're doing. And people have enjoyed last season with some of the basketball stuff I did, so I think we'll be fine. But guys, thank you so much for all the new listeners. Listen, new listeners, go and write a review. Actually enjoy. Here's the thing. For new listeners or hell, if you just like binge listening, this is really like, uh, I had an example and I totally fucking forgot. I knew I should have written it down. But if you want to binge listen something, I would say start at the 
Penn State reaction episode and listen to the reaction episode of each one following all the way up to the game. It is actually a fun listen. I listen to it just because I want to make sure I say all this shit and then I forget if I said this or if I did that. How do I sound? Did I do everything I needed to do? And I'll be honest, uh, binge listen. Every reaction episode from Penn State on to the game. It's a fun listen. It'll, it's a roller coaster of emotion. I'll tell you something right there. It's a lot of fun. Um, once again, we will be doing uh, Ask Me Anything next week. Uh, we'll be doing a couple of basketball podcasts, a college playoff thing. We got a whole bunch of stuff coming up, guys. But if you're new to this, please, guys, just peruse the whole catalog of Michigan Maniac uh, podcasts. I hope you enjoy them all. I really hope you do. Um, hit me up on Instagram or on the Facebook fan page. I'll talk. I'll give you. I'll answer any question you have. Literally anything you guys want to know. If you guys want a free sticker, these are high-quality stickers. I really love giving them out. Go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, same thing. Go to the Michigan Michigan Maniac Podcast fan page on Facebook. Leave a review. Hit me up on my DM and tell me your full name, your address, and which platform you did it on, and I will send it to you. Um... Just for all the guys that that I have talked to, all you maniacs that care, and there's a lot of you, which I am very thankful on. You guys always ask me on updates about my kid. Just so you know, today has been kind of stressful for me because uh, that naval shooting in Pensacola, Florida, my son was there. My son was in the area. Uh, very stressful for me. I woke up to... Um, a missed call by my son and that news report on my phone uh, so very nerve wracking for me as a parent but he is safe he is sound uh, sadly he did know the uh, one of the two people that were killed um, it, it's one of my great nightmares great nightmares all, I, all it seems like I have done now is trade a high school in for a navy base it's weird that you're you have to worry about your children being shot on on American ground in a fucking navy base. It it's crazy, but he is safe. He is sound. Every everything has been taken care of there. Um, so I just want to let you guys know that. Thank you guys so much for actually just asking about him. Uh, it means a lot to me. If you want to, no matter what fan base you're affiliated with, if you ever want to get in close to me, just ask me serious, nice questions about my son. And that's just how you get there. I will totally, you will win me over with that. So my son's safe. Everything's good. It's sad that three people had to die. Well, two of them. The other third one, the shooter I heard is dead. So fuck him. I'm glad he's dead. Um... You know, just bless us all, Lord. Help everything just work out. You know what? It is great to be a Michigan maniac. I'm glad all of you are new listeners are joining. All the old listeners, thank you for just supporting me. Uh, from here on out, well, from here on out, always and forever, guys. Let's face it, always and forever. It's great to be a Michigan Wolverine, and always and forever, guys. Go blue. <laughs>